Hello and welcome to this week's episode of We Know WeHo. I'm Tracy Passo and we are here at episode 30 this week on November 11th. I'm here with my co-host Maxine Tatlonghari. Hi Maxine. Hello. Or should I say bonjour. Uh, Bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. (laughs) Today is also Veterans Day. So I just want to start with a thank you to all those who have been and are of service uh, to our country. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for your service. Um, I'm actually a Navy brat. My dad served in the Navy for 25 years. So um, I definitely have a lot of respect and gratitude for those who protect us. I love that. My father served in the Army as well. So um, thanks to our dads. Um, who are both uh, up in the skies above us. Yeah. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Can you believe that we are two weeks away from Thanksgiving? No, it's, it's like really a time of transition, you know, now that we have a, a new president-elect and um, there's just a lot changing, so... Yeah, there's lots, lots, lots going on. And I'm speaking of changing, I'm loving um, kind of our official or more official change of seasons here as the weather is getting cool, um, which prompted me to take a very last minute spontaneous trip to Mammoth last weekend for a little bit of hiking um, and in particular to be part of the first seasonal snowfall. And that was just so magical. It was really a, a fantastic time. Beautiful. That's that. Mm-hmm. That's our WeHo adjacent segment. Uh, yeah, adjacent <laughs> plus plus plus. Yes, <laughs> absolutely for sure. I can give tips on where to rent snowshoes in Mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and in preparation for my trip, I had to because I, I knew I was going to be barefoot running around the cabin in front of the fire most of the time. I had to do myself a huge favor um, and take myself in for my first. A professional pedicure um, since COVID. And I went to my favorite place, Planet Nails, during the week last week. Um, got a little OPI Malaga wine on my toes, which is my favorite fall color. Um, and boy, it was nice to um, see my toes back in prime condition by a professional. I have to tell you that. You know, um, I still haven't done the manicure pedicure thing yet. And I miss. Definitely one of the things I miss most in my vanity girl routine. Yeah. Well, I know we've got to look at for some outdoor places for you, but I went uh, during the week uh, kind of like 10 or 11 in the morning uh, and it wasn't too bad actually. Nice. Yeah. Well, reinvention has been the theme of our podcast here really kind of for uh, since we started over 30 weeks ago. Um, and I does it really feels like Maxine after last week, there just feels like there's so much more reinvention yet to come on all levels with last week's election results. Are you kind of feeling that? Yeah. Um, when, you know, when that was announced and when, um, the president elect was going to address the country, it was definitely a party in the West Hollywood streets starting in the morning, you know, honking and flags and people, dancing in the streets. So I feel like that energy is translating um, for sure. And, and ever since I started guest hosting, I feel like that is obviously a theme for a lot of our guests and business owners is reinvention and reimagining and just finding new ways, new and creative ways to do business. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think it'll be interesting, especially now kind of as we move into LA's winter, which really is not a winter when you look at other parts of the country like <laughs> New York. Um, but I saw I was on Instagram this morning and my IG live popped up and I follow uh, the Barefoot Contessa, Ina Garden, who lives back in East Hampton. And she was doing it Insta Live and she was saying how much she was really enjoying. She goes, who would have ever thought we like would have eaten outdoors? But I know Paris is one of her favorite places where she goes with her husband, Jeffrey. But she was uh, talking to her her guests about, you know, how great it was to be able to bundle up and go and eat at their favorite restaurants outdoors with heat lamps. So I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens as we transition into our, again, our, our winter months here in Los Angeles with the impending uh, restrictions on, you know, dining, uh, not being able to dine inside and, and things still being shut for the most part. Yeah. We have a really great show today. I'm so excited. So let's just go ahead and jump right on into it. 
We're so excited this morning on our food and fashion segment uh, about today's guests. We've mentioned employees only at least a dozen times over our 30, over our 29 episodes here and counting. And it's no secret that employees only is one of Maxine's favorite spots. This morning, we have Los Angeles native Tom Sopit, um, who has extensive management experience in the food and beverage and hospitality industries. Currently, Tom is a managing partner at Employees Only located in West Hollywood. Before Employees Only, Tom focused on the creative and operational development of new projects at Houston, Houston Hospitality, a nightlife group that owns and operates some of the largest bars in Los Angeles. Before that, he served as a director of marketing for Singha North America, a conglomerate based out of Bangkok, Thailand. At SNA, Tom forged a partnership with the Los Angeles Dodgers, nurtured relationships with Manchester United, and oversaw various activations across the country at events like Art Basel and Sundance. During this period, Tom also built and led a team of over 30 employees and managed 150 distributors throughout the country. Welcome this morning to We Know We Hope, Tom. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're so excited to talk to you because it is um, definitely one of Maxine's favorite spots. <laughs> <laughs> we and we love having it. Maxine there. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. I don't think I'm the only one in town. <laughs> I know. And you had your birthday there, Maxine, too. It was a fabulous birthday in, the, in that secret back room. Yeah, I think like two or three birthdays there now. But yeah, I love that back room. Once this pandemic passes, if you have not had a chance to sit, at the back at the back bar at employees only it's definitely a must do mm, and i am missing it um because i love a good fireplace and um when it gets cold and the temps drop i call it brown liquor weather and your bartenders <laughs> that are mixologists fix me like i go in and tell them what i like in my bourbon drink and they just fix me the most magical drink so i i am missing that but uh i'm holding space that hopefully we'll be able to get in there pretty soon i i hope so as well we're definitely <laughs> missing the the fireplace, but as of right now, we have a nice uh, patio heater as a substitute. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all making it work. Um, well, Tom, I'd love to start this morning um, just for our listeners who don't know um, what employees only is. Um, and maybe we can start, you know, I know that the OG employees only is this fabulous speakeasy in New York City that many people may know. Um, so if you could just want to talk about how you got involved with the employees only team and, um, how you brought the concept out here to West Hollywood. Um, and even the, the concept as a speakeasy, some people may drive by and not even know that, you know, um, that's where you're located because of, you know, your, your hidden signage in there. So, um, I'd love to just start with a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I started employees only here in Los Angeles, um, I started through or with one of the original founders. His name was Dushan uh, Zarek. Uh, he moved out here with his family to Los Angeles. And, you know, he wanted to bring a little piece of home uh, to, La to L.A. So we kind of put the package together, found our investors, took a few years to find our location. And then, you know, we, we after I think it was like three years of searching, uh, we finally found the perfect location. Um, we wanted to keep the speakeasy style, but of course, by then, everyone already knew what employees only was. Uh, so we kept like the sidekick uh, sign. Uh -huh. uh, we still have a sidekick that works in there uh, when, well, when it was open. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of ran with it. So employees only has just been an institution in New York they're one of the, they're part of the cocktail revolution in the early 2000s. Uh, you know, back in the day, everyone was just drinking Long Island iced teas and zombies. Uh, <laughs> so they, they brought back like a proper martini and just all the long lost cocktails. I think somewhere in the 2000s, everyone's like, oh, everyone's drinking old fashioned right now. Uh, and part of that was because of employees only. Uh, you know, they, they help kind of bring that back. It's like, hey, guys, cocktails can definitely taste better than this. You don't have to drink all this sugary stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we we settled in West Hollywood and it's been our home ever since. Oh, I love that. Well, I love all these concepts that have come uh, from these, particularly from New York, because I, I spent five years there and I just love that they have come to L.A. and mostly um, to West Hollywood personally. So I don't have to schlep downtown. Um, <laughs> I love downtown, you know, but I live in West Hollywood, so it's great if I can just walk or take a short um, Uber ride. Um, so, and I, 
so it, it's um I love the speakeasy concept and I know that there are you know a few downtown and kind of in different areas around LA um, but I love that you brought it to West Hollywood I don't know if that was your guys intention you know as far as where you wanted to be and Tom also um, I don't know if you know this but where you guys are located I think it was maybe um, LA Eater perhaps or Infatuation one of the two started to name that little kind of two block strip where you are there, two to three block strip um, cocktail uh, row. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. Um, I think it was maybe six or eight months after we opened, they dubbed it cocktail row. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad we're a part of this. (laughs) You probably started it. I would imagine. (laughs) makes sense (laughs) yeah i mean i think you guys were there before delilah right and then there was no we we came about a year after delilah oh you did okay okay thank you for correcting me in my timeline there in west hollywood um and then there was something across the street that i think changed concepts a couple of times um i'm trying to think what it was i don't know it was like had an airplane vibe but anyway um i Yeah. Um, I, and I don't know if they're obviously their bar. So they're, you know, um, I don't think that they're currently open or in business. So, um, but that's really cool. Yeah. I love having that, that speakeasy concept. And um, for those of you that don't know, and you're looking for it, it's on Santa Monica Boulevard um, between Crescent Heights and Fairfax. And it's on the North side of the street and it has a sign that says psychic. So it does not say employees only. So if you're looking for a sign that says employees only, you're going to miss it. <laughs> 100%. You'll definitely miss it. Uh, yes. And you guys have the most fabulous cocktails there. And I don't know, Thomas, you were talking, you know, about the origins and the OG and kind of the little bit of history of employees only in New York. Would you say that maybe the birth of mixology maybe happened at employees only, or I don't know, is that, is that a stretch? Um, it's not a stretch, but it was definitely one of the first kind of 10 bars probably in New York that started doing it. Cause mm-hmm. there was milk and honey, there's PDT, there's employees only. Um, and there was a few others, but they were definitely one of the first. And then, mixologist in Los Angeles picked up on that idea from New York and started building some of that here mm-hmm. in LA. So we started seeing some of the cocktails in LA. Um, don't get me wrong, tequila soda, vodka sodas are still the top order drink, but at <laughs> least there's some sort of variation now. Um, and we're seeing more vibrant cocktail menus in the last few years. Um, Well, Tom, let's go ahead and and skip to um, kind of where we are in the pivot that happened um, this past March because of the pandemic. So, um, you know, like you, like everyone else, you obviously had to pivot your business model. Um, But I, you know, as things started to pop up, you, I have to say that employees only, I think, was the first business that I saw that popped up that was like out there offering free meals and meal kits to hospitality workers because the hospitality workers were so hard hit as our hotels were like immediately shut down. And can you tell, talk to us a little bit about that? Um, and I believe that, you know, you were featured on CNN. Um, all we can do is help each other. Um, and I also want to, want to, um, before you get into that, I think you were inspired other businesses because one of the guys from Rocco's, um, when I was working at the chamber said, um, we love this. We want to do this too. And I said, um, awesome. Here's Tom's information and employees only and ask them. So you were definitely, you know, um, so out front there and, and doing good for the economy and helping each other. So I'd love just to talk about kind of where that came from. Cause that was a major pivot. Yeah. Um, you know, in late January, we started hearing about the coronavirus coming from uh, those at the time it was just in Asia. Uh, and then each week, you know, we would bring it almost actually every day. We would bring it up during um, our lineup uh, with the whole team. And we're like, OK, we're having some concerns now. Uh, and then I think at the beginning of March, we came up with a cocktail kit. Uh, it's It was basically your cocktail, but without the booze. Cause at the time it wasn't legal to ship booze. Right. It's like, Hey, add your own booze at home. We're like, okay, we got to have, we have to have some sort of kit or to go thing ready just in case 
this does hit us. And when it did hit us, you know, they're like, hey, we're going to be closed for two weeks. I'm like, okay, I think we can deal with that or three weeks, uh, excuse me. And then, then we found out it's like, oh no, it's going to be extended and it's going to be extended again. They're like, okay, these bills are really piling up now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to see myself as a pretty resilient person. I can really kind of navigate myself out of anything and navigate the business and our team out of anything. But this was something that was completely out of my control. Mm-hmm. When the government just says, you need to shut down completely, you can't sell. It's illegal to sell. Like, what am I supposed to do? Right. Mm-hmm. right? I had no choices. Uh, I did some quick back of the napkin math. Mm. And I'm like, oh, we'll be done in about six weeks. Wow. At best. At best, we'll be done at, 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 in six weeks, if not less. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if this is going to be over, then <laughs> let's make sure we go out the way we want to go. No. And we had placed orders and stuff before they closed us down. Uh, and we had a ton of food. We had all this stuff. And we're like, you know what? Let's give it all away. Let's give wow. everything away. Wow. Our goal is to give everything away. Wow. We're like, it doesn't matter at this point. I'm like, I'd rather just (laughs) give it to the people in our industry. We stand for hospitality employees only. That's what employees only stands for. That's the full, that's the full definition. So we just started giving stuff away. And then I guess a few days later, CNN showed up and they kind of caught me (laughs) right in a very emotional (laughs) time because, you know, I was trying to make a decision of how to guide our team. Um, I knew that they were struggling. Everyone... Uh, a, a lot of them were having trouble getting uh, unemployment because the phones were jammed up. Yep. Um, it was it was a really really dark period for everyone, and yeah, it was one of the few times in my life where I didn't have an answer. And I usually have an answer, even if it's a bad one. <laughs> I usually have an answer. Um, but it was the first time where I didn't have an answer. It didn't matter how much I meditated or went on hours and hours of walks or whatever it was, nothing helped. I really could not find an answer. So I kind of just, I'm like, you know what? Give it all away. Give it all. Just let's at least feed people for as long as we can. Give away the booze too. I don't care. Get them drunk. Let them, <laughs> let them be drunk at home. I'm serious. I was like, give it all away. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. So did you, can I ask on that, Tom? Because I'm just curious. I'm a, a data person. Were like, did people know were you running out of meals and were people coming? Did they know was like word spreading? Like, Hey, you know, I like if someone was a hospitality worker at the Ondas and they just lost their job because a hotel shut down, like were they showing up and like with their buddies and, and getting meal kits from you? Yeah. People were coming. We had um, our friends from Surly Goat that was coming over. Mm-hmm. We had all our neighboring restaurants that were coming over. Mm-hmm. Even Laurel Hardware. It's a lot. Everybody, everybody mm-hmm. was coming over the valet guy. Oh. Mm-hmm. our valet guy was coming everybody was coming and honestly we weren't that strict on the paper if you need a meal we gave it to you wow it really wasn't that hard yeah. you know and then and then we're like wait this is kind of working so i'm like what do we have left um brands started calling me they're like how can we help i'm like well you can help by buying 100 meals so they would start running their credit cards for 100 meals wow. 50 meals 25 yeah. meals so the next thing I knew, I was on the phone staring at our back bar, just calling all these different brands. I'm like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you you want to chip in 50 meals? Hey, you want to chip in 100 meals? So I was just, uh, that's what I spend most of my, because I needed to be busy. I needed to do something. Right. So, or else I was going to go insane. Right. So I just, I became, uh, I guess I turned us into a little charity. Like a, like a, um, like a very upscale, cool meal kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you became West Hollywood's food pantry because we don't have one here. So, wow. And Tom, are you guys still doing that? Are you still offering meals for hospitality workers? We're not offering meals now because at some okay. point it tapered off. Everyone was going back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't really a thing anymore uh, because then we started offering groceries week to week. And then once we started to realize that certain people weren't picking up groceries and, not, and they weren't picking up meals, we're like, okay, maybe they don't really need it anymore. So let's not, let's kind of put this on pause for a minute. And, you know, we're going to bring back the groceries before uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. 
Okay. Yeah, so we have a that we're gonna Tom, do. a Thanksgiving meal yeah. kit. Do you think I, I would buy that? <laughs> I would buy that. No, no. This, this is just a bag of groceries <laughs> for Thanksgiving that we're handing out for free. Oh. We partnered up with uh, with uh, USBG, uh, the United Bartenders Guild, and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna help us supply some of this, and then we're just gonna make sure our hospitality employees that you know they're not. Yeah, they're making some money now, but it's nowhere near what yeah. they used to make. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we're at least supplementing them to to whatever extent that we can. Wow, I love that. Well, if you need any um, you know, uh help getting rid of those, let us know and we'll we'll help you reach out to, you know, some of our hospitality partners. Yeah, um, absolutely. Cool. Well, I have to tell you, um, I went uh, you know, when the pandemic um hit and all the businesses were were closed, um, of course, you know, I was completely devastated as well as we all were. Um, and especially, you know, for the community and the businesses, um, because I had just um worked so intimately here with the business, businesses in West Hollywood due to my position at the Chamber of Commerce. And I have to tell you, I went into employees only. Like I went to, into every business just to see what was going on, if they needed help. Um, and I noticed, you know, you guys were selling groceries and you also had supplies. You had gloves. And I have to tell you, I sent, I actually went in and bought a box of gloves and I sent them to New York because that was a time in New York when things were like, right. Right. really crazy. You couldn't find masks, hand sanitizers, whatever, anyway, anywhere. And I actually sent like a big box of gloves um, to, to some of my friends there and they were so grateful. So um, I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. Gloves are definitely deal. a hot seller. It gloves was a big toilet deal. paper. They're a hot seller. At the time. I, I know they were there and people couldn't find it. Am I like, well, and I kind of didn't want to let people know like, well, you can get single rolls at tests, you know, that's two ply and you can get <laughs> gloves and employees only, you know, I wanted to make sure I stocked up before I let my friends, but yeah, it was kind of a good go-to. Um, and it was so awesome that you guys were able to, you know, um, sell those, uh, those necessary supplies, um, during COVID. And, and Tom, I, I know yeah. that, you know, we have you for a few more minutes. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Summer Social Club and the pop-ups and, and your brand partners. You know, while we have these last few minutes with you, we'd love to talk about how you pivoted and what people can expect in that patio that you built out. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we went from having a little to-go window in, into our parking lot. One day I just kind of we took a look at the parking lot. I part uh, at the time we had the barber truck just parked on the side there because they they were a brand new business that started at the beginning of COVID. So all their plans were just kind of down the drain. Um, their goal was to go from festival to festival, office to office, and give people haircuts. It was really that simple. So now they're just parked and they're stationary. Um, and, you know, uh, I I was just talking, just kind of. You know, shooting the shit with uh, the owner of the barber truck, Greg, and we're like, well, what if we did something here in this parking lot? It's a big enough space, but it's like, man, this is a lot of room, though. How do we cover this all up? How do we fill it up? And then one idea led to another, and for whatever reason, the summersocialclub.com was not taken. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought the site. I That's reserved... kind of unbelievable. It's such a good actually. name. It really is like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised someone said. in Montauk didn't grab that to tell you the truth. <laughs> and so I reserved the Instagram. I also own uh, spring social <laughs> club, winter social club and fall social club and the websites just in case. Love it. Um, although I didn't end up switching it. I didn't end up switching it, but I own all that just in case. Um, and we're like, well, what do we want right now? And this was kind of the beginning of summer. We're like, well, we kind of missed out on spring and summer. So let's just make it like this cool festival kind of backyard vibe. We're like, okay. And then we just kind of building off that. We're like, you know, we remember the times when we used to go to Coachella. We're like, we're sitting on grass. Yeah. We're standing in the grass. Any festival always had grass, right? So we're like, okay, we need grass. <laughs> that was number one. So we put in fake grass. And then we started string lights. And we're like, okay, we need lots of plants. Because everyone's into plants now. <laughs> um, and, you know, piece by piece, it just kind of slowly came together. Uh, and now we have you know 25 tables outside and we have a bar we have all kinds of stuff now i didn't even think we would ever get to this point we have doors and locks and it's basically i just built a restaurant outside mm -hmm. and you've also integrated a lot of pop-ups there and west hollywood is so well known for its pop-ups 
Um, so you've got pop-ups going on in your, uh, I mean, like Crudo and Nudo. I've been there. I think it's a fabulous space. It's like one of my favorites. You guys did such mm-hmm. a wonderful job, you know, transforming um, an outdoor in your, your parking space. It's been fun to see like the creativity that's been going on. Um, and, but then you, um, you know, you also, I've been there for your, your Tuesday taco night with tacos to Madre, who's your neighbor just around the corner. Yep. Um, and I know Maxine was there just this last weekend, I believe. And, um, you've got salts cure, which is okay. also one of my okay. favorites. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah that was our last brunch there. day. That was actually our last <laughs> brunch day because they're about to move to the West side. So they, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's okay. It's okay. The definitely, it was, a, it was a nice goodbye. It was one of her, you know, he's we definitely forged a nice relationship there. They're good friends of ours now. Um, but yeah, a big part of this idea of creating this as well was supporting uh, some of these smaller restaurants and chefs who didn't have a place to go back to, mm-hmm. you know, their restaurant wasn't calling them. Hey, come back. Like none of that was happening. So they were forced to build their own concepts and create their own businesses which is a wonderful and beautiful thing and for us i was just like well we have a commercial kitchen that we're not using (laughs) use ours we have walk-ins we have freezers, we have everything you need we have all the tools and utensils that you need Mm -hmm. create whatever menu you like and then we'll help promote it you know we have a publicist who gave us pro bono Mm -hmm. for a few months because you know we weren't doing well enough to pay him uh, and then we had you guys, of course, to help, <laughs> help us market. And we had the community to help us market. So we're like, hey, guys, this is a great time to start a business. So, yeah, it's so like a now, great. Yeah, everything from Crudo Unido by Chef Brian Borman to Tagalog Love Takeover that. by so Chef good. Stacy. So she's, a, she's a chef over at Malise. So, so she's mm. doing, she cooks at a fine dining level, but now she's doing yeah. wonderful, wonderful street food. And then we have uh, Orso Pasta, uh, Josh mm-hmm. Buckwalt, who was the sous chef at Rosso Blue. He hand makes all his own pasta. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to make my own pasta. I know how to do everything. So now he has his own pasta concept. LA Times gave him a write-up. All these guys got write-ups. It's just, wow. and now they're able to expand. Now they're hiring employees of their own. You know, we're what, 100 days in, a little over 100 days in. They have employees now. And it's, it's mind blowing to see that, you know, we became this weird kind of food and beverage incubator. That's exactly (laughs) when I was there Sunday. I'm like, Tom, this is an incubator. It's like the whole tech concept, but in hospitality. Yeah. There's all these guys that wanted to explore new ideas. You know, when, when, when everyone was, when everything was locked down, they had that time to really kind of think. And reformat their lives and be like, well, you know what? I don't think I want to go back to work. Yeah. I I want to do what's what Mm -hmm. I love. And and I'm happy to be here to empower them because here's the place and I'll help them however you can, whatever it is, finances, marketing, whatever. I'm happy to help them. This is how you sign up for an LLC. (sighs) This is how you apply for a business license. You know, I'm happy to help them. Wow. It's like. There's, it's been, that's been the silver lining, like just to see the community. And when people say we're all in this together, it, we really are. And I love that you've kind of like, Tom, you've anchored and Maxine and I were talking about this before um, we started this morning, you know, you've really anchored kind of what we call the East side of West Hollywood, which is basically like East of Crescent Heights, right? <laughs> <Yes>. 1.9 <laughs> square miles. We have um, an East side. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's we, right. We, and what, you know, like we talked to Nick Remedio, who's a GM over at Lapeer. And, you know, we've got two business improvement districts. One is a Sunset Strip and one is a West Hollywood Design District. There's no business improvement district there. So even though you, you know, you have really like been the anchor and really brought the community together. And it's been just such a, a magical thing for me to, to, to watch um, and really see the concept of community and who is doing that and anchoring that. So I, um, I just, I, I want to, I don't know, thank you. I want to commend you. you. It has been, it has been such a beautiful thing because you really have, have led that um, and been it. huge, um, you know, in helping our other businesses. And uh, we had Tom Keeley on who is head of the West Hollywood travel and tourism board. And he um, brought up this quote, Maxine, you remember who it was from? And he said, 
necessity is a mother of invention. And I just love these ghost kitchens and, you know, these concepts that are popping up and um, we really are in it all together. And it's such a beautiful, you're such a beautiful example of doing that. Beautiful thing. It really is to see all these wonderful concepts and brand new businesses get off the ground and people to, to see people happy again, investing in what is, in what is theirs and their own creation to see it come through to fruition. You know, it's, it's such a beautiful thing. That new energy that mm. you see is, is wonderful. Like I'm, it's, I, I love having them in the kitchen because it brings mm-hmm. me excitement. It gets me hyped up and makes me happy to do what I'm doing every day. You know, that energy is just infectious. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been a nothing but a pleasure to have all these pop-ups come through our, our doors. Mm, well, it really starts, I believe, with the person. And I can look at certain people and I know they're community builders and you certainly fall within that category. But I want to ask you, is your, um, your, does your, your Buddhist faith, like that must like ground you into being, having such a huge heart and wanting to help others and, and having, like allowing you to navigate these waters like calmly. It. It definitely does. Um, at the beginning, it, it was a bit shaky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I like I mentioned earlier, you know, didn't matter how much meditation, how, how much meditating I did, it just no answers are really coming to me. Um, but you know, it helps you. It, it helped guide me in a way where to do good things and not to expect anything back. Um, it's just to do it out of the goodness of your heart. Just just do it, right? Like, it's not like I called CNN. I mm-hmm. didn't call them. They just showed up. And then all these other, KTL, all these other people showed up. Like, I didn't call anybody. <laughs> we were just doing it. Uh, they found us. And then that led into everything else. That snowballed into a million other things, into tens of thousands of dollars worth of donations so we can keep giving out free food mm-hmm. so I can keep people employed. So mm-hmm. it was a blessing in disguise. I was mm-hmm. able to keep my a few of my employees that didn't really end up getting unemployment off the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, even if wow. it wasn't much, they had at least a few bucks in their pocket. Well, mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, I think so, one of the things yeah. I really love about you, Tom, you know, you talk about leading your team and, and looking for the answers. You're obviously, you're an ops guy, you're a data guy. So you've definitely got that strong vision and that ability to lead a team, but you're so you know, you, you cried on CNN. You also have this soft side. I know just the way you are with your daughter and, and your wife, like, like that balance of softness and leadership, I think is something that um, is rare to see. And so I don't know that just, it just inspires me when I, when I see you lead the way that you do. It really does. <laughs> Cause you're humble you. and it's not fake. You know, so many people talk about being woke and this and that, and like you really are. Um, and it's inspiring. Mm. Yeah, you walking walk the, the walk, walk and talking like, the talk. I didn't even know you owned employees only <laughs> until like months after I knew you. Right? <laughs> I just you like you're just you're you're just humble like that. You lead with your heart, and it really is inspiring. Thank you. Yeah, you know it was. Um, I remember someone asked me, "It's like, aren't you embarrassed? You cried on national television." I'm like, "No, mm. not at all." Because it was a it was a very real emotion. It was exactly what I was feeling, and I'm pretty sure it's exactly what most exactly. of America was feeling. It was as it's well. like real men cry, yeah. like people are crying, like that. You know, we're, we're people, people, we're human, God, we're sad, we're scared. Regardless of man or female or whatever, it, whatever you identify with, that doesn't matter. It was a real emotion. Yeah, and just brokenness, brokenness, despair, um, the unknown. It was just a yeah, raw yeah. emotion. Yeah, it it was just. Pure emotion. You know what? I have all these messages I that know, I've saved. I know. I've seen them on your Instagram. <laughs> people from people from Australia that were sending me voice messages. Um, people from Serbia that were emailing mm. me and messaging me. From Canada. From all over the world. And I'm like, I didn't know CNN <laughs> even went that far. <laughs> and then, We've got the internet, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. I'm like, what is going on? Because I received like handwritten mm. letters. Wow. Someone wrote me a handwritten letter from Minnesota. I have it somewhere. I still have it because I'm thinking mm. about framing it. And she put a Aww. twenty she put mm. a twenty dollar bill in it. 
And she's like, this is not much, but I hope this helps. And I, and I think I started crying <laughs> again. I was but like, I, oh my goodness. But this I is- will say, Tom, you are not an ugly crier, right? Like, if you were a Hollywood actor <laughs> and a man needed to cry on camera, that's the way you want to cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the preferred, that's the preferred way, way of expressing emotion. All right. Well, I know we have a link to that, to your video, Tom, on CNN. We're yeah. going to share that so people can know because we want people to know about you and, and come. Um, experience everything there that's happening uh, at employees only. So um, are we having a winter social club? And if yes, what does it look like? What are you planning? Can you let us know? We have, I don't know if I'm going to change the name. Everyone keeps convincing me. I don't don't need to change the name. They're like, look, (laughs) they said summer is a state of mind. And summer's LA. It's all year. And summer's LA and summer is happy. Like, don't change it. It's like, okay. It's like, I grew up in LA. I didn't have a white Christmas. It wasn't right. snowing. I went right. outside and it was fine. Right. And it was sunny. It was like 70, you know, 72 exactly. and sunny. Yeah. It, it, always. Yes. Always. There's actually a marketing or social media agency down, um, yeah, in like Marina Del Rey area right. that's called 72 and sunny as like oh my gosh that's just like so perfect for LA because we think of it's that's right truth. we think of Christmas and we think of palm trees and lights and you know 80 degree weather so right. I, I, I like that I like that marketing right. and the branding um, input there to keep um, the summer social club so okay so it's going to be summer social club are you planning um, any particular special um, activations for the holiday can I come in there and get a special um oh i remember a couple of years ago i forget who it is they make all those fun like copper mugs and petite trois like had a drink out of uh i don't know some sort of a fun copper mug um but i also love a good egg are you guys planning <laughs> like anything fun for the you know the holidays oh, definitely definitely um we're gonna start a movie night real soon uh, mm. we teamed up with some friends we're gonna have like this cool little setup where we start playing um various movies and of course when we get deeper into december you're gonna start seeing all the christmas movies and that's and that's where we're gonna break out the mold wine we're gonna break out the hot toddies and all the hot cocktails we're actually doing all the r&d for that right now uh we have the tumblers we have everything ready we just need to make sure we're doing the right concoctions to serve people you know, are you going to sell Hermes blankets too for us to keep warm <laughs> <laughs> or something? I don't know. Something bougie. <laughs> we, we might, I'm sure we're, we have some ideas. We're just trying to make sure it's COVID safe. Of course. Right. Um, right. We're right. Constantly well, that's why like you could buy stuff. a blanket, right? You could like do a package where you could get a cocktail, a blanket and I don't know, uh, a bite of pizza or something, a pop-up or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be like some pizza, some popcorn, yeah. some hot cocktails, some, something fun, something light. You get to watch a movie. You get to spend some time out because all the movie theaters are, I believe, are still closed it's like, right it's now. It's like our own version yeah, of Netflix yeah. and yeah. chill, but the elevated version. <laughs> right. Yeah, so if you get to I, Netflix I, and chill with exactly, 50 other people socially, socially distanced. distanced. With good <laughs> right. food. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, nice it's to hear other people laugh, <laughs> not just yourself. Okay, well, well, we'll look forward to that. When do you think that program is going to start? Um, after Thanksgiving? Oh, I, we were we were gonna we're gonna slow roll it next Monday. This okay. coming Monday. Uh, ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're, gonna slow we're coming roll. through again. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later about through. the schedule. <laughs> we yeah, didn't market like, this one. You, on, you only have fifty seats. I know the Ondas only takes like fifty or so cars. So <laughs> you know, before um, we're and Maxine and I always have to like you know get in early if we want to get in because we're just afraid of giving away although, all our secrets. We and do have a, po- in, we have so. a podcast, <laughs> you know. So of course, our secrets are blasted for anyone who wants to hear them. <laughs> yeah. I know this is true. Yeah. This is true, but that's the point. <laughs> we want it to be impossible for us to busy. get in there. We want you to be busy. packed to the yeah, busy, busy, busy. Yeah, yeah, and at some point, you know, I might bring in like some 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 oh snow gosh, and yes. get it. Have a Christmas tree in there. Oh keep it gosh, fun. So oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, um, you know, if code compliance is looking the other way, maybe you can bring in a reindeer. A reindeer. Um, and have a reindeer feed, feeding farm or something. <laughs> that's that's a possibility. Anything, I know. <laughs> anything's possible. Maybe some reindeers would just be walking by or something. Yeah, let's hope the city's <laughs> not cute. listening. Yeah, so just some reindeers. You know, reindeers so are cute. walking in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Tom, I understand you're a huge <laughs> Dodgers fan. Uh, you know, the Dodgers won the World Series this year. What was your favorite moment this season? 
uh, when they won. <laughs> I figured that was it. Like, when they finally won. Well, they have such a long history with you, even on the hospitality side. I was um, fortunate enough to, at the time I was working with uh, that company, uh, we forged a partnership with the Dodgers. And that was the first year that uh, the Guggenheim group and Magic Johnson took over. So they're like, hey, our goal is to win championships. I'm like, all right, sign us up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're still formulating everything and figuring everything out. But it was it was crazy because I had full access to everything. Nice. Um, and all and the full access, all it took was just a little uh, paper wristband from Staples. I remember it was just a different color every day. I'm like, this is your <laughs> security. <laughs> and then I would walk up and down. I'd be like behind home plate. <laughs> then I would walk all the way up and no one stopped me. It was to the point where everyone kind of knew me too. They're like, Hey Tom. I was like, all right. Hey. <laughs> Cause I was there all the time. Uh, but yeah, you know, the, the Dodgers finally winning after 32 years, finally winning the, the world series. And after all these other years where we make it to the finals division and then we lose in the world series, that was always heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was, finally get the job done felt yeah, we great needed, and we needed that bright spot in LA so we had a little technical difficulty as Mercury is exiting retrograde uh, with the audio for the last few minutes with Tom but we wanted to share with you his favorite food tips all of which are a little WeHo adjacent but definitely uh, worth investigating the first one is tacos 1986 which is on Beverly um, near to La Brea And Tom mentioned that he absolutely loved the mushroom taco. He's not a vegan. He doesn't normally um, order vegetarian tacos, but that came very, very, very highly recommended from Tom. I'm excited about that spot. I mean, in Los Angeles, tacos, I mean, Taco Tuesday, you know, it's kind of a sport. So the (laughs) idea that this originated from one of the most popular taco trucks in the city, um, I think is exciting. So uh, and it's right there in Beverly. So we, that's definitely on our list to hit. I mean, Beverly, Beverly and La Brea, I kind of consider West Hollywood, right? Well, it's pretty much West Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, it, it is WeHo adjacent, but it's kind of like anywhere before La Brea, I kind of consider West Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. And second on his list is um, also slightly outside of West Hollywood. It's Meals by Janae, um, an Ethiopian offering. And it's really, it sounds lovely. It's a one woman show. So definitely get down there to support. Um, I've not been there yet. Little Ethiopia is right in that neighborhood. So that sounds like a good little WeHo adjacent mm-hmm. side trip. Maxine, have you ever had Ethiopian food? I have. Um, I just, I, I remember eating it. The bread was really delicious. Like yes, that thin, kind of bread. that thin spongy yeah. bread. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, there used to be this amazing place in San Francisco, just down where I used to live in uh, Presidio Heights called, I think it was Rosala's, this amazing Ethiopian place, and they had jazz in there. Um, so we'll definitely have to go over there and, and check that out and support Janae. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then number three was Pisano, which I've not done yet. <gasps> I know. Oh, <laughs> you are kidding me. Mm-mm, I haven't. Oh. I hear about it a lot, but I haven't been there yet. Oh, gosh. Well, they have two locations. One's in Brentwood, but I'm sure that he that he's going to the one uh, here in West Hollywood on Robertson and Maxine. They have the most insane Caesar salad with cape, uh, anchovies in the dressing. And my favorite pizza there uh, is their cacio pepe. Uh, yes. And then, um, so that sounds delicious. And number four, he got super excited about this, is Pampas at the farmer's market um, over there by the Grove. And it's a Brazilian rotisserie. The mm. so meat, fire, stick. Yes. I, I know. And everything <laughs> is a little bit different. He's got Pisana, he's got Ethiopian, he's got Brazilian, and then he's got tacos. I love it. No, and I haven't I, been yeah, to any tough. of those places. <laughs> no wonder he's curated this amazing kitchen um, rotating activation because he just has amazing taste in food. So I'm excited to try all these new recommendations to me. It's, it's rare that I hear things that I've never tried. So I, I'm I know. excited. Me too. And especially from, like you said, like uh, someone who really knows uh, his food. So we'll have to put those on our list and report back on those. Thanks, Tom. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Tom. 
Well, um, since Tom isn't here, we just really wanted to extend a huge, I mean, ginormous thank you to Tom for joining us today and being our guest on We Know We Ho uh, and talking about what's going on at Employees Only. Maxine, we were talking to him, you know, um, in the audio that we lost um, that, I mean, he is such an amazing human being and a true community builder. And what a heart that man has. I know. It's like, I mean, I already adored him and his entire, his family, his wife, his daughter. They're just so sweet. But I mean, this took it to another level. And um, I have nothing but respect and want to continue supporting employees only, the Summer Social Club, and by extension, all of these amazing uh, concept partners that he's bringing on board. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, we're going to put a link to his CNN video. Um, if you guys cry, I hope you all cry. Um, I'm going to watch it again and probably cry again. Um, <laughs> but thank you, Tom. Uh, and thank you. Um, Employees only, the whole family, um, the concept chefs, and that whole team right there um, on the patio making some magic happen. Yes. So to our listeners, make sure you check it out uh, and look for that winter film festival. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I I love that here in West Hollywood. So maybe we will see you there at Employees Only for the Winter Film Festival. Sounds good to me. On today's neighborhood segment, we are bringing back my OG host of We Know We Hope, Miss Lauren Goldstein. Hey, Lauren, what's up? (laughs) Hello. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) Good. Well, we're like, know. we're like the Supremes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reunion. <laughs> it's a reunion show. Yes. Well, I'm really excited to have Lauren on today because she is definitely up on all of the politics and what's going on in West Hollywood. And Lauren, I just um, wanted you to uh, give our listeners just a quick update. Everyone may or may not know just on the election last week, you know, I think I saw a note that Voters in West Hollywood turned out in historic numbers. I don't know. Yeah. I saw a number like 80%. I don't know if that's it was right. A lot. It was a lot. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. People need yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I well, don't want to bring on the parade, but um, one of the biggest things that happened last week is that two of our incumbents on city council, longtime incumbents, were ousted um, by two people who have tremendous lifelong civic and community service roots. Um, they're a little bit on the, the younger side. Um, and we just want to, I want to congratulate uh, Seppi Shine, who is the first queer woman of color, and John Erickson. Um, both Seppi and John, we featured on We Know We How. You can check them out um, and hear really about what they've been doing um, in their, basically their entire life and how they got started in the community and civic service um, on the July 2nd and the August 5th episodes of We Know We How. We'll put a link uh, in the show notes to that. But Lauren, um, go ahead and take it away if you want to talk a little bit about um, the new city council and then um, some of the important measure- measures. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I think people were kind of expecting, you know, everybody kind of wanted to change and was afraid to, you know, say like, yes, we need change, we need change. Some people were very outspoken about it. Um, but I don't know if anybody really actually expected it to happen. But it, I think John Howman was like, when did the city become? It's 1984. It's like 36 years. He, he's been here for a while um, wow. on the council. So yeah, I think it was kind of a big, you know, shock but I mean they're super progressive you know like fresh and you know John is all about like Lindsay you know the metro and the train and you know Mm kind of just gonna shake things up here which is much needed in West Hollywood I feel yeah yeah I'm looking forward to it um I I know both of them um and it's a women majority council now oh hey (laughs) (laughs) that that is interesting and I do love you know going along with the Kamala beat that it is a woman of color so yeah you know and as a woman of color uh, that's exciting to me well <laughs> and, and, and uh i don't know the history there's pro- i'm sure that there has been uh, a queer woman uh on the council but um you know um love Lindsay no, and lauren she's the first open lesbian woman really on council. wow yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I love that, especially being here in West Hollywood. So like I said, I love Lindsay and I love Lauren, um, but I, I love that we have got representation um, from the queer community uh, on that side as the other three gentlemen, previous gentlemen, um, John, John, and John. <laughs> <laughs> all the John. And now we have another John. Um, I have all been gay. So anyway, um, but Lauren, I was thinking this morning, actually, my friend, 
But since Seppi is going to be on council, I don't know if that means she has to leave the um, business license um, uh, affair. What is a business license? Was she on business license? Uh huh. So if if she has to leave, there's an open spot. Has to leave. And guess Uh, what? I think uh, that you should put your hat in the ring for that. (laughs) Thank you. No, I'm serious. I think you should. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll I'm going to send a note to Seppi. I'm going to see how what how that works. So anyway. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, what were some of the other measures on the ballot that were West Hollywood specific um, that so, you can update us on? So West Hollywood only had um, measure E, which was to raise the sales tax here. I think like three fourths of a percent, which is like, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but I think they said it was going to generate like 10 or $11 million in a year. Um, which, you know, the city says they desperately need, you know, for homeless services and, and cleaning up the streets and, and it passed. Of course it okay. passed. Okay. Um, so now there's, yeah, three fourths percent. Okay. Tax. And when does that kick in? I would imagine probably January 1st. Okay. All right. Not exactly sure. Um, All right. But that was it for West Hollywood. Everything else was, you know, L.A., Prop 22 passed, the mm-hmm. Uber Postmates controversial one. Mm-hmm. That did, I, yeah. I mean, I think everything that the majority was obviously that the majority was for. You know, they got their way. Um, but yeah, there was a lot on the ballot this year. But you probably saw the other measures. Um, yeah, I don't. Fifteen did not pass. Prop fifteen to change the tax laws for for commercial properties, mm-hmm. which would have been based on like what market value is. Mm-hmm instead of paying, you know, your tax every year on what your building used to be worth in like 1975 or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that was, but that I think was a really close race. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Um, The one thing I wanted to ask Lauren, when do, when does the transition happen uh, for the city council? When do Seppi and John uh, replace uh, the other two Johns? It's the first uh, meeting in, I believe it's like December 6th or 7th. Um, at that meeting. Okay. So, yeah. Fantastic. Soon. I'm going to put that on my calendar. Yeah. Soon. Soon. Fantastic. And I guess All we're right. be doing it like virtually. Yeah. Well, while we have you on here, Maxine had an amazing idea for our listeners that don't know, um, and haven't heard Lauren's voice. Lauren was, um, my OG, uh, co-host here at we know we ho um she also runs our instagram and is very up on all things happening in west hollywood and helps us with show notes so uh, maxine had an amazing idea mm-hmm. so maxine i'm gonna let you um tell lauren a little bit about that well lauren i love your ig handle which is lola's my name right <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is so and i love i, I love that name to begin with so that you sent us so much, so many juicy tips this week. And I thought you could just do like a Lola's list totally, and uh, talk about the things that you found this week. Totally. Totally. Okay, uh, and we have to start with the Prince street pizza because pizza is your favorite. Say. So let's start oh with that. God. What's going on with <laughs> so Prince street that's pizza? been, I mean, it's, it's a, like an institution in New York. You walk down the street and there's just like a line around the corner. It's really good pizza. I'm not really sure how it got like so big. Um, but I mean, I was home last December and I was walking around in Soho and I saw this line and I'm just like, what is this line? Cause you know, I've had it before, but I never saw a line like that. Mm-hmm. And my friend was like, Oh, it's Prince street pizza. And I was just like, there must've been like 50 people online, like in December, in the winter. Um, anyway, they were doing pop-ups here. He did a pop-up um, at, I think it was at Doe last uh-huh. year I remember that. Uh, for a weekend and they've been trying to open like a permanent location I think it was supposed to open a couple of months ago and then it just you know coronavirus stuff kept happening finally they're opening I believe it's this yeah it's November 11th today I think it's the 14th of Saturday they're opening this weekend right by Boa it's on Sunset and Quarry okay I don't know I think it used to be a pizzeria uh-huh. um I don't know the exact building. Okay. So that will be open, which is really exciting. So it's I'm not a pop-up there. It's going to no, be a permanent. It's brick and mortar, permanent oh. Prince Street Pizza. Wow. On Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's, I'm excited. I mean, I love Joe's Pizza, but I'm excited to have more of New York here. Fantastic. 
Um, then we have, I guess, like, this whole TikTok treats thing that's popping up on Postmates. I don't know if you saw it. You saw I it. did. I actually ordered it. Oh, my God. What did you get? What did you get? So I, I'm obsessed with Dialogue Cafe. They have a brisket there. That's what um, I get. That brisket comes- bowl. So good with That's like favorite. an egg and, and, and the pickles. And it's just so good. Mm-hmm. So then I went ahead and got the cloud bread, which was a little cupcake with like cream cheese frosting. What? And, and a candy, a cotton candy, like it wasn't even on top of it. It was on top of like at the packaging. Um, and yeah, it was just the cutest thing. And they brought me, um, I got this from you, Lauren, in your tips that you texted us that they were also giving away this really cute little tote bag. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, do I have to be on TikTok or how does it work? No, it just, um, you just ordered, I just ordered it off of dialogue. Oh, are they promoting it on TikTok? Is that what it is? No, it's just like a partnership. Um, oh. Cause I guess cloud bread is, it's like, what's that Dalonga coffee? Like that Greek whipped coffee. It's just like so many people were doing <laughs> these videos, like these TikTok videos of like making these pretty like, things um so i guess they both got smart did a partnership okay um so if you order that food item so sweet fin is also doing it they're doing like a bento box yeah mm-hmm. which i i don't really know how that's on tiktok but it looks <laughs> really mean, good <laughs> it, it was so random because they have like the whipped coffee they have the um cloud bread and then i saw like I love Sweet Fin, but I didn't get the bento box. Um, but yeah, bento box from Sweet Fin. You'll get a tote bag too. <laughs> so that was cute. It popped mm-hmm. up like right when you go on to Postmates. You'll see all the mm-hmm. other places doing it. Um, Candy Cane Shake is back at Shake Shack, which I love peppermint anything. So I might have to go get that later. That's so close. That's walking distance from us. Oh too. my god! I, I love I candy love cane too. I might have I to meet it. you there. I might have to walk um, and meet you there, and then walk back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not big on pumpkin stuff, so I'm kind of excited for all this Christmassy stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. And then Thanksgiving, Rainbow is doing a thirty dollar all you can eat <laughs> Thanksgiving, which is so exciting. Oh, I love the oh Rainbow. Are you going, Lauren? Because um, you're not going home to New York, oh, are you? I know. I'm not. I'm not. I know. I'm so sad. Um, I might. Who knows? Yeah. Might see I you up there with John and Deborah. Seriously, at the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. I love Thanksgiving hopping. It's Aww. so fun, and I love to eat. So, hey, if anybody <laughs> wants to invite me over for Thanksgiving, I don't have any family Aww. here. <laughs> I know we need friendsgiving. I know Nick was thinking about doing something yep. over there, but yeah, mm. a lot of places are doing those meal prep things too where like you take home your food and you just heat it up like mm-hmm. I know oh speaking of dialogue that so I'm not really sure exactly what it is it's called like Nona's just Nona's and you can get it from dialogue like when you order from dialogue it's like you know meatballs or like roast chicken they make like jam and stuff they're doing I think I sent it to you Tracy this like crazy Thanksgiving meal it looks so good um we follow them on Instagram if you want to check it out but that like runs out of dialogue it's called Nona's and then the Hwood guys slab is doing one and Delilah is doing one yum slab yeah (laughs) and then I saw yesterday that Abby is doing you could do I think takeout the rainbow is dine in and then I think the Abby you could do takeout or dine in it's $35 per person Hmm. um for like it's not all you can eat (laughs) it's like courses (laughs) Mm -hmm. um yeah, so I think I feel like a lot of you know Thanksgiving stuff is going to be happening. Yeah, a lot of great options. Um, yeah, so, so we'll put that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, definitely, people go um, check out the Instagram. Like we said, Laura, uh, Lauren manages that, and the stories. She's always got great tips on the stories, as mm-hmm. well as like giveaways and people running specials and promos. So that's at We Know WeHo on Instagram. Yeah, I for sure start my morning um, drinking coffee and looking <laughs> at our Insta stories. <laughs> oh, did you I see do. the contest I entered on our on our story uh-huh. from Healthy Spot? Yes, I saw it Tallahassee's was... picture. So cute. <laughs> but it's cute because like everybody that has a dog or a cat, I think it just asks what type of pet you have. They mm-hmm. donate um, one. There's, I think it's Stella and Chewy's is a brand of dog food. Uh-huh. They'll donate one meal to the charity of their choice if you sorry everybody that enters 
So go to Healthy Spot and enter the contest. It's really cute. You just talk about your dog. Who would voice your dog in a movie? I said Patricia Arquette. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. Right? (laughs) Little Alabama from True Romance. I love Alabama from True Romance. Oh, I miss Tallahassee. I need a Tallahassee date. We're here. Uh, Yeah, okay. We are here. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, Lauren, you you said that these tents, you know, we have a lot of these tents that are starting to pop up um, for winter in L.A., And you said they're controversial, like especially the ones at K24 and Zinc. And as I was uh, on Sunset Strip the other day, I noticed that Saddle Ranch also has massive tents. So what is going on? What's the controversy with these tents? Yeah, so it's there's like a meme apparently going around now that I keep seeing on Facebook. It's basically you can't have four walls and be outside. Like you're inside, uh, but you're outside. Uh, so it's like everything is just like fester i'm sorry for lack of a better word like all the germs are just like festering in there it's like a petri dish i kind and of wondered of it, about that yeah they have heaters inside so it's like yeah. just like incubate it's like it's it's gross but so it's the like, but aren't the tents at k24 aren't they open on the side it's just like the yeah, overhead so covering she, i okay so when i went to eat there she had two of the like flaps up two of the walls open uh-huh um, but then, you know, you go over the weekend and it's windy and, you know, somebody's complaining that they're cold. You, they just let it down. So oh, gotcha. when I ate there, there were two sides. Zinc is totally no walls, like not even fake windows. Like there's just, it's just like a white tent. Yeah. I saw, I um, saw that it was a complete, you know, I was on my way to yeah. for breakfast this morning mm-hmm. and the sides were totally down. It was completely blocked. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even think like at least Romy at Kitchen 24, she said, you know, you can roll the sides up. I feel like the one at Zinc, it's legit like a circus tent. Like there's no fake <laughs> windows, no nothing. It's just like you're yeah. in this like Petri dish. Mm-hmm. And, all I, right. I, don't know. I would not, I would not do it. We'll have to see what co-compliance is going to say to that. I mean, cause you know, when I look at like Maxine and I went to Carlitos Gardel and mm. I'm trying to remember, you know, I think Maxine, when you and I went, maybe they had the roof open or if there's ventilation in there. Oh, it um, was totally, there's no way, you know, I'm COVID like freak. Mm-hmm. There's no way that I, if it didn't have, have an open, <laughs> I would have sat there. Yeah, that's no right. Way. No way. All right. Well, we'll stay tuned on that one. Um, Lauren, I wasn't sure if this was in your notes or if I saw it on our Instagram, another Instagram, but Pizana, the meatball sandwich oh, yeah. is back. Oh my yeah. gosh. I've never had it there. I'm not a meatball person. I know Uncle really? Polly's has it too. You like it? Yeah. Oh, that I'm, was so good. Being from New York, know. you are not? Are you Philly cheesesteak? No. I love Philly cheesesteak. I don't know. I don't even like spaghetti. and I don't know. Okay. I don't like yeah. this weird thing with ground beef. I'm oh, like no. That's like Whatever. That's just like a phobia. Another weird phobia I have. Um, <laughs> Mine is a velvet couch. Not a velvet couch, but a microfiber couch. <laughs> hey. <laughs> everybody's got their thing yeah but it looks amazing it looks really good yeah Yeah. well yesterday um you both got separate texts from me because i popped into bottega louie um amazing um they are open if you're popping over there um no reservations plenty of room on the front patio which is gorgeous but the back patio is fabulous and they've got heater lamps out there Right now, though, um, they're just doing like coffee and tea and their patisserie. Next week, they'll be on the full menu, but it is gorgeous. It is beautiful. What'd you get? Uh, I got some macarons and that was it. I just kind of popped in and popped out. I was running errands. So I didn't want to cheat on either of you because um, I have, you know, maybe the three of us could get together with Tallahassee and sit in the back. You just need like a sugar day. <laughs> yeah. So get, like, I mean, pastries. everything in there I wanted to eat and the cakes it's are so, so beautiful. Oh my gosh. It's, I, I love it. Yeah. Today I was trying to figure out where to go to brunch. And so my, my options were, Chaconis, Lapeer, Bottega, BBCM, or Conservatory. We ended up at Lapeer, um, which was pretty empty, but Bottega was really a, a front runner this morning. Oh my God, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> go. We, we're, we're going to go. We'll, we'll figure out when we'll go in the next two days. <laughs> I've never been. I've never even been to the one downtown. Oh, I haven't either. I've been, so. yeah, that's, um, I love the one downtown, um, and I'm excited to see this one. But, you know, uh, you have macarons, and I'm, I'm in. I'm in. 
Yes. Well, speaking of sweets, um, I'm seeing lots of offerings for pies popping up. I know, Lauren, that Kate, uh, sorry, um, Sweet Lady Jane, Sweet Lady Jane is, is doing pies. has got pies. Um, I, I was also at Earth this morning. They're starting. Earth is doing pies, and my one of my favorites, Cake Monkey, is also doing pies. I saw on their story and. They are doing, I think I'm going to have to order this probably as soon as I can. They're doing, and then people are going to go gross, but I am a huge butterscotch pudding, oh. like the budino, the butterscotch wow. budino from um, Moza and Suzanne Tract mm-hmm. has the most insane butterscotch pudding. Um, they ha- Cake Monkey is doing a butterscotch pudding pie. Oh, wow. So if either of you want in on it, because I think I have to order a whole freaking pie, but for sure I'm going to head over there. Um, and then as far as like Thanksgiving meals go, I'm you know, starting to see those um, pop up. I also saw that Craig's uh, is offering a Thanksgiving meal to go, um, which is really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned to our stories because I'm sure we're going to start to see a lot of the other restaurants um, like Conservatory and everyone kind of, you know, uh, offering, uh, those Thanksgiving meals to go. Yeah. Yeah. Conservatory usually does those take home. Mm-hmm. So if we have any of our restaurant partners listening, um, or you see something tag us, uh, at we know we host so we can see it, um, as well. Yeah. As I was uh, driving Monday night, I had to run a, an errand into Beverly Hills at five o'clock and it was already dark as you know, with the time change and, uh, my route took me along sunset. So heading West and, um, I did a double take and, um, almost did not crash my car, um, that the standard hotel is open. I saw people yes. on the windows, um, lights are on. So the standard hotel is open. And I have to tell you guys, Um, I don't know what it is, if it's just in general or if it was after last week um, and that big celebration uh, on Sunday when the results came in, which, by the way, I saw on TikTok. Did you guys know that Chrissy Teigen and John Legend came into West Hollywood to, like, celebrate with that whole huge thing that was going on? I missed it. I was out of town. But they were hanging out of – it looked like the roof of probably, you know, one of their, their Escalades that um, their driver was driving, uh-huh. but they were in West Hollywood se- celebrating. I mean, that was quite the celebration. Yeah. I, it was, it, was, a, it yeah. was a street, it was a street party for sure. Wow. I saw everything on Instagram. I'm like, wow, people are like, this is amazing. I've kind of s- missed the celebration, mm. but. Um, right. It was nice to see. Cause like we didn't have pride. Yeah. We didn't have Halloween. Yeah. And now it's just like every, I mean, there were rainbow mm-hmm. flags. It wasn't just like Biden. No. It was people just like <laughs> celebrating. Yeah. Yeah, like, wasn't it's there like over. a big rainbow at some point too? Someone told me like in the yeah. sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Wow. It was, yeah. Cause it rained up. Um, I went up to the Sunset Strip. I I tried to do that walk like up La Cienega. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a like, good. That's a good. Now I can. That's, <laughs> that's a good hill. That's a good hill. <laughs> so good. And I find that it's harder to go down the hill than up the hill. I got like what do they call like shin splints? <laughs> I don't run or anything. Um, but no, now I have to go up there because Blue Mercury here is closed. The one that's on Melrose mm. um, and West Knoll, that closed. So the, the one on Sunset is still open. Okay. So now that will be a walk. Wow. I wonder walk. if the real real is just going to take over that whole building then because weren't they going to move into the unplugged space? There's a for lease sign on the unplugged space. Uh. And I mean, Blue Mercury is so small. It's like a closet. It's really, really small. So I don't really know what they could do with that space yeah but i don't know i loved blue mercury yeah so i'm kind of sad it's gone oh well it's a good excuse to hike up um and look around yeah, the get, a little, get a little extra <laughs> exercise in wow what a show we had today <laughs> um we had two guests um Tom from Employees Only and Miss Lauren with Lola's List coming back. <laughs> Lauren, it was so good to hear your voice. I'll be interested to see. Um, well, we need to make a Bottega Louis date. All right. Well, thank you all for listening this week to our episode of We Know WeHo. Follow us on Instagram. Yep. We Know WeHo and watch our stories. Um, enter the contest. And from West Hollywood, oops. that's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Everyone. Bye. Bye.